Alrighty, hello everybody. Today, it's the Dirk Boy Podcast, by the way. This is episode four. We're actually going to do something completely different, which is we're going to talk about just about anything I could come up with. So I have a little list, right? So I'm just going to go from topic to topic to topic, you know, talking about anything, right? It's a free subject day. Episode four, free subject day. Just as that's, that's what it's going to be called. So uh, today is Thursday, February 17th, and um, the Super Bowl happened a while ago. <laughs> so um also valentine's day was also a very lovely holiday as well literally now um i'm single so i don't really care about it that much <laughs> but uh i understand some people treasure it very much because it's a good time to just like well you should always love each other every day no matter what but valentine's day is just that one special day where it's like you know i'm gonna love you 10% more than 100%. I'm going to give 110% for this one day to show how much I care about you, right? Now, like I said, single people, we don't really care that much about it because, you know, come on. It makes us a little depressed sometimes. But hey, you know, one day we might actually find somebody, but who knows? Anywho, so yeah, Super Bowl happened a while ago. Um, I watched it. It was pretty good. I'd say uh, the game was good. The commercials are pretty decent. I did not care about the halftime show at all. It was just all rap and hip-hop. I hate rap and hip-hop. I even hate country, right? I just don't like that kind of music. I'm like, I'm like, nope, skip. <laughs> That's all it was, you know? So, yeah, today is going to be, like I said, a random topic day. So if anybody currently active on my Twitch wants to talk about anything or tell them their story, as long as it's safe for work, tell me. Let me know. And we'll discuss it face-to-face, -face, basically. So... Okay, let's go on to one of my list items. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Worst jobs. How about that? Okay, so I didn't really have too many jobs. You know, going. Yeah, I had the Marine Corps. That was pretty tough, right? I think the worst part about the Marine Corps was the fact that um, you had uh, there was just so many. You were so far away from home, right? <laughs> that was the one major thing about the Marine Corps that was the worst, because you constantly had to worry about. What's going on at home? You're missing it so much. I think the worst part about the Marine Corps was uh, boot camp, basically. Boot camp, it you get used to it after a while, right? It becomes that kind of branch where it's like, after a while, it's like, okay, it becomes routine. But the worst part about that whole thing was just the homesickness that you and you have to face, you know? It's like, what, what's everyone doing at home, right? You miss certain things you miss. You, like, everything you took for granted, you miss, right? Everything. Just about. <laughs> From the basic foods you were eating to playing video games, right? So, and then after a while you come back, though, it's it's, it's worth it at the end because you changed, you know, people look at you differently. Um, it's like, it's like, it's a new approach to life itself. But anywho, but like, let's go, let's focus on more of the bad jobs. So I would say when it comes down to it, I think one of my worst jobs I've ever had was back in 2012 and around Christmas time, right? Now, I remember working at a Friendly's. Now, I wasn't a server or anything like that. I wasn't a manager or anything like that. I was a dishwasher. Okay, little tip for you guys. Don't apply for a dishwasher because that's like the worst thing. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even do research on it whatsoever. So, like, I'm thinking, okay, well, it's not, it can't be too hard, right? I mean, I've done worse, I think. <laughs> no, dishwashers are worse. <laughs> Let me just say that right now. Dishwashers are, are 10 times. Now, the reason why was because... Uh, Friendly's, I think everyone knew Friendly's was going to close. It was located inside of a mall, right? It's not there anymore. But I'm pretty sure everyone else knew that it was going to go away. So, 
I was the only dishwasher, right? It's a it, the dishwasher job is like a two or three man, per, uh, like it's two or three man job. I was the only one there most of the time, and not only was it boring, and it was extremely demanding, right? Like you all, like you could not stop. Like if you had to pee really badly, like you better go quick because if you take like even fifteen seconds longer than usual, your stuff will start piling up, right? Now, here's the worst part about that job. I think it's just this one specific location. I don't know if every single friendlies is like this, but after my shift was done, right? After I was, all I had to do around my area was after I'm done cleaning things, I just clean my area up, take out the trash, and that's it. Well, here's the thing. Nobody else wanted to do that within their area, and they left it all to me to do. And I would end up staying about... I'd say like an hour or two after work just to do every, just to do everything else. Cause the manager told me to now I said to myself, this isn't right. I don't want to do this. This is ridiculous. So the first time I told her, okay, I noticed that people are not cleaning up their area. Um, it's not my job to do it. Everyone else needs to put their effort into it because I'm not staying out here after like an hour or so. Right. So she's like, okay, okay, okay. And then guess what? About a couple days later, happened again. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> so after that shift was done, right, I just walked over to the counter, put on my, took off my apron, right, put it down, took off my badge, put it down, left. I didn't care. I, that was the only job I actually just quit right, right straight up, right? Uh, Well, not the only job, but... <laughs> I think my other hard job I hated so much was the Walmart. Now, there was a Walmart that's not too far away from us, right? It was like, you know, within walking distance. But let's just say this, and I'm sorry to offend some people, but it was it was a ghetto Walmart. It was a ghetto because it had a high theft rate. Every bit of that store was crowded, even during COVID. I was afraid to go in there. I never stepped in there since like COVID broke out because last time I was there, I had to get something really fastly. And fastly, I, that's not a word, but anyway, I had to go in there very fastly <laughs> and avoid giant crowds of people. COVID was breaking out and these people were nut to butt, right? They were shoulder to shoulder, cheek to cheek. And I'm thinking to myself, you do realize we need to stay apart and wear our masks, which nobody was wearing. <laughs> and uh, like I said to myself, no, I'm not going to be in there again. It's ridiculous in there. It's like, no. I worked there. Uh, I was not a cashier. I should have been a cashier, but I wasn't. I was a, 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 what do you call it? A truck unloader or whatever. I just stood in the back. And my gosh, unloading that truck was a nightmare. Now, it's not like things were on pallets already or whatever. Or it was like, we just, it was just, ugh. There was tons of boxes. And we only had four people. Four. And I can't imagine how bad it is during the winter and summer. Well, I do know because I was there for the summertime. You're in that truck in the back. You're sweltering. You're in a freaking oven. And you're just taking as many boxes as you can. Hopefully, they hoping they don't, like, cave in on you. They Or, they, or like, an avalanche of boxes falls right on top of you, right? Ugh. And you work your ass off for multiple, multiple, multiple hours, right? <laughs> also, in my chat, I can read it, by the way, and we have a we have a guy named Pointless Furry in here. He says, boo, and... Uh, <gasps> you scared me. Anyway, <laughs> so... 
we um but the only good part about that job was after you were done working your butt off the rest of the shift was easier but it didn't help the fact that i my foot my feet were just ah that's like the worst pain i've ever had was my feet right because like the first part is working your ass off and your feet were hurting like crazy <laughs> oh man oh gosh harry diablo hey how you doing it's been a long time by the way i'm not working at my job anymore i'm working at amazon by the way just in case you didn't see me <laughs> so um yeah we're speaking of jobs we're talking about my worst jobs walmart was one of them the ghetto really big ghetto walmart <laughs> so anyway um yeah so continuing that working hard was the first part the second part was just putting stuff on the shelf, and then after that, it was just moving pallets, and that was it. Like I said, the rest of the shift was easy, but it didn't make the whole experience any better. I just quit that job, too. I'm like, no, I'm just done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> but uh, after that, I went to, what do you call it? I went to college, you know? And college was nice. I liked college. It was pretty nice. Community college, but it was still nice. I met a lot of good friends out there, and I met one of my besties out over there, too. We're still friends, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's another topic altogether. So yeah, let's move on to another topic. If you have any uh, other safe for work topics that you want to discuss, we will discuss it as well. Uh, oh, okay. Here's one. I nearly uh, pointless furry says in my chat, I nearly lost my leg working on a fishing boat. A few weeks later, the boss fired me. A few weeks later, the boss fired me. Oh, geez. Well, lost your geez. So like, I were you? like severely injured to the point where you almost lost your leg or was it something where it was like you dodged it in time otherwise it could have cost you your leg because i know that i'm working at amazon right their whole motto is safety right if you do something that gets you injured and they can prove that it was because of you they're not going to do anything about it they're probably going to fire you on the spot as well that could be the case for you or it could just be something else but i don't know because I heard, I heard stories about it. Like Amazon will basically, if they, they, they really don't want to go into the drama of trying to pay somebody because they got injured on the job, they will try to investigate and see if you were actually in the wrong, which I don't think happens that often. I'm not quite sure. I'm no expert. I've never gotten injured. I never delved into any stories. I'm pretty sure there are cases where people got injured and it was actually their fault for not being safe. And Amazon's like, well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, but, um, uh, I never, like I said, I don't think I'll ever get injured in Amazon. The only injuries I've ever sustained so far were just cracked hands, right? Cause it's winter time when you're, even when you're wearing protective gloves and you're handling boxes, you're still going to have those little tiny cuts that appear on your hand, right? It's so annoying. I hate them, <laughs> but fortunately I only have to work three days. So the other four days I'm actually recovering. So my hands pretty much healed right now, but Come time to work, it'll be cut up again. <laughs> so let's see what happens. So yeah, move the worst jobs. So what was that? Um, I'd say I don't think I don't think being a cashier was a bad job. It didn't make a lot of money. That was the worst part about it. And you had some bad customers, but overall, I think it was a pretty good job. Yeah, I left that cashier job a while ago. I went to Amazon back in November, and I'm still there right now. It's like I said, it's a it's Amazon itself is a good job for pay. It's a good job for just working in general because you don't have to deal with customers, like angry customers all the time, right? Unless you're part of like a, what do you call it, customer service. Then that's when you have to deal with them, right? But um, yeah, it's a very simple job. 
it's 12 hour shifts, but it feels more like eight or nine because you're working so much. Plus it helps, although they tell you not to, it, it really helps if you put a one little Bluetooth ear pod in your left ear or some ear that isn't in the facing the managers and you just listen to either music or you listen to podcasts or you listen to comedians, by the way. So if you're ever at work and you just have to listen to something, listen to my sweet and soothing voice. Mm. My voice is very <laughs> soothing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Harry Diablo. Harry Diablo. One. Three two told me I got yelled at by a second lieutenant for dropping bamboo from waist high in the Philippines. He yelled that I might have broken it. What? Oh, it's a second lieutenant. What do you expect? <laughs> Those guys can't navigate and uh, land navigation courses, right? I, I don't know. Is that like a meme or whatever? No. Um. I think I don't know if it counts. I really don't think it, I don't think it counts. I was yelled at by a brigadier general. Yeah, but I say it doesn't count because it was boot camp. Everyone yells at you, right? That's the whole point. Yeah, I was yelled at by a brigadier general because we were doing inspections, right, with the rifles and all that stuff. And he was like, Yo, you gotta hold your rifle like this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a guest, sir. And uh, he asked me, what's the first amphibious assault? Or no, no, not the first amphibious assault. He asked me, well, who was, what was the first landing? And I said, New Province Bahamas. That was it. That was the right answer. And they said it was wrong. No, I was confident. I'm like... I'm like, no, that was New Province Bahamas. The new, the first amphibious assault in the Marines was Guadalcanal. New Province Bahamas was before that, I think. So, I was right. I know I was right. I was confident. Even if I was somehow wrong, which I wasn't, I was confident in my wrong answer. That's the point. Um, if we didn't count boot camp at all, I would say the second highest rank was, uh, was a colonel. A full bird colonel yelled at me one time. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I remember I didn't see him. I legitimately didn't see him, right? And I was walking around, and I'm, all here, I, I'm walking around the corner. I hear, Marine! I'm like, and I look around, and I said, yes, sir. And he goes, you just salute me? You, you want to salute me here? I'm like, oh, yes, sir. And I didn't say anything else, because I, I, I knew if I said, like, I didn't see you, he would, like, just be like, no, no, report to me, or whatever, whatever. I'm like, no, I just said, no, my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. That was a long time ago. I hated it. It's an army base there, but there are a few Marines stationed there. We were doing artillery, so that's it. But uh, yeah, um, once again, Harry Diablo says uh, you also got chewed out by a sergeant major because you didn't report fraternization, a fraternization case in Iraq. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't. When, that's why everyone did it in the field because nobody really knows <laughs> whatever goes in the field stays in the field. I guess. Oh, man. I think the worst part about the field is just making people dig holes. Like, everyone wanted you to pick up a shovel and dig holes. I don't know. That, I guess that was like, I mean, good exercise. But, man, that's what everyone wanted you to do. It's like, hey, how about we not teach you how to repeat a mistake? How about we just tell you to dig a hole? I mean, like, it's, yeah, that's a learning experience. Make you dig a hole. The whole point is not to tell you. Not to how to how to not repeat a mistake, so that they hope that you do make another mistake and you take another hole. That's that's basically it. And you said you also, uh, you said the sergeant major also chewed you out because you were showed up drunk at PT. Oh gosh, uh, that's not good. I'm just saying to say that that's not good. Although we had one guy do that in our unit. We had uh, I forgot his name. I'm not gonna say his name, but I remember one morning we were doing. It was like very dark still, and we go into the uh, formation. 
do our stretches, do our exercises, you know, jumping jacks. As soon as we started doing jumping jacks, I noticed that the one guy behind me, I was looking back, he was like jumping jack, he was jumping jacking, whatever, and he was like doing it backwards, and he had a big smile on his face. And then I'm like, what the heck is this guy doing? And then he was like, kind of like spinning around a little bit, and everyone had to like huddle over to him and kind of like quietly take him away. Now, if there was anybody else that they didn't like, they'd be like, he showed up drunk, he showed up drunk. No, get him, get him, get him. Let's get... No, he was a cool guy. So, you know what they did? They said, you know what? Let's keep this quiet because he's cool. Even though he did something that was really bad. Let's just let's just put him over here because he's cool. You know? Not, we're not going to tell anybody. No, he's cool. But like I said, if it was anybody else, they would have they would have ratted his ass out. They would have dragged him down right to the, the officers and be like, he's drunk! <laughs> but, the, you know. That's how everything is. You know, you have to stay below the radar in the service because apparently if you don't, well, they're going to spot you all the time. <laughs> so that's how it works. That's how it works in the entire uh, military. So uh, let's see. So we got passport stops now. Let's go to another topic. Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's, let's go with. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, one more thing before we uh, move on to the next topic. Also, you dug fighting holes in MCT. I remember that. I remember that myself at Pendleton, but I was in uh, I was near Lejeune though, so we were in Camp Devil Dog. <laughs> uh, you pissed off a sergeant for whatever reason, and he said our position had been compromised, and we had to fill the holes in, take five steps forward from hole, and then redig. But the ground was frozen, and we kept breaking our e tool. Oh Jesus! Um. <laughs> uh, at that point, I would have been like, mm, let's try to find another spot to dig. And if he's like, all right, keep digging then. Keep digging in that spot. I'm like, okay, but you're going to have some broken e-tools. And, <laughs> and those things are pretty expensive, I would assume. I mean, they're metal. They're huge, right? I assume they're expensive, unless we got the cheapest brand possible. Because, you know, a few of the proud, the we don't want to spend too much because we can't afford it. <laughs> uh, we all that for breaking e-tools. We had to dig by hand. Uh, uh I I don't understand like how how does that how is that like that's bad leadership right there. If you're if you realize the e tools are breaking, move to a different spot. Jeez, <laughs> I think it's just people having a, a power trip right there. They're just like, oh, let's mess around with these people. They're not going to learn anything from it, but let's mess around with them. <laughs> What's the point of that? I don't know. It, like I said, no, no. Now I can make fun of it because I was in the branch, but I'm a marine. I was like, we can't dig this hole. It's the front ground is frozen. But did you dig it anyway? Okay. E tool breaks. Oh, I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna report you for your breaking your e tool. But you just said the dig here. <laughs> if it breaks, it's because the ground is too hard. Like we just told you. <laughs> anyway, uh, at like zero two. Oh gosh, I wonder if. It, <laughs> uh, is this an actual true story? I'm just, I'm just, I'm hoping it's not like from like a movie or like from like for like a book idea. <laughs> oh man, I can't imagine doing that. That's like horrible. Like if it was like boot camp, I can possibly understand. But if it's after boot camp, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh-uh. no, I'd be like, no, I'd be like, uh. No, I would have reported that though. To be honest, I would have been like, I would have brought, I would have brought in the evidence. I would have took the e tools with me and then put them on a. Th- I wouldn't even take a shower. I would just have like a dirt all over me. 
and then put the e-tools down on the desk and they'll be like, what the heck happened to you? I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, zero two. Being told to dig holes and we couldn't get the ground broken off because it was frozen. Then he told us to dig by hand and I hold my hands up with my nails like almost off my fingers, right? <laughs> That's what I would have done. Uh, mm. But uh, Pointless Furry, about that one topic earlier about the lo almost losing your leg. I don't know if you heard me. Did you, did you go, did you almost lose it because... There was a, did you almost lose it because like you got injured and it got infected and almost lost it? Or you could have lost it if you didn't move in time. Is that what, and if so, like, was it something that you did in terms of like violating safety in general or was it an actual accident? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm just wondering about that. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Oh gosh. Um, also in the service, he's uh, Harry, Diab Harry Diablo mentions that they were issued the first Molly packs ever, and there was a VH a VHS tape on how to assemble it. Unfortunately, they had no VCRs. We had to figure it out. <laughs> Hands on, right? You overcome and adapt. That's how it works. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, anyway, I'm going to read the chat eventually. I'm going to go on with my next topic. So let's talk about something more positive. How about this? So TGIF was, you know, it stands for thank goodness it's Friday. And I remember it was a network television uh, list of shows. I think it was like four, ep four episodes of different shows every Friday, right? And it was always brand new episodes of these sitcoms, mostly. So I remember growing up, there was three shows that I mainly watched. There was Step by Step. That was all right, you know. There was another one called Perfect Strangers. I never watched that one. I should have, probably. But I remember my favorite two that came on later was Family Matters and Dinosaurs, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's... Uh, yeah, so I basically... I remember first watching these shows. I remember Dinosaurs was my favorite. Absolute favorite. Family Matters is a very second... Very close second place show. Like, it was a bunch of sitcoms. Like I said, it was a sitcom. It was mostly comedy, but also had some moments where it was, like, kind of, like, serious. And you were like, oh, what's going to happen next? <laughs> and then there were some unforgettable moments, too. So, for Family Matters, for those who don't know, Family Matters was a show about a family living, growing up. I don't know what state. I don't know what state it was. Was it, I don't think it was Chicago. Was it Chicago? I'm not quite sure. Uh, I know that the main character's name was Carl Winslow. He was a cop. And he had to raise a family. Right? And then they had an annoying annoying uh next door neighbor named steve urkel he was like a nerdy kid dressed up funny always had this weird laugh with snorting <laughs> and and basically basically uh he would just go in and he would go on his antics like he would ma annoy people uh maybe destroy prop property by accident you know and every time he made a mistake and he knew it he would go did i do that <laughs> And I remember there were some, well, I think some of the, my favorite episodes growing up as a kid was when he would make these like robots that look like him. He made an Urkelbot, right? And it went kind of haywire and he stopped it. And then later on it came back, but he was like, he was fixed fully. There was another one where he stepped in this machine and he would become somebody else. Like he would become a cool version of himself or a version where he basically was Bruce Lee. 
<laughs> I remember some villain was coming towards him and he kicks a box out, out of the way. He kicks a box out of the way, right? Steve Urkel goes, you kick box. Box no kick back. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh. I didn't know that was a reference to his movies because I've never seen a lot of Bruce Lee movies, but I love Family Matters. It was one of the greatest shows ever. Um, Yeah, Stefan. Yes, Stefan Urkelet. Urkelet, is that his name? I can't remember. I can't. <laughs> but I still remember one episode. I remember laughing so hard. There was one part where uh, Eddie, Carl's uh, son, and he had another friend named uh, Waldo, Raldo Faldo. I think that was his name, full name. He was... He was a guy where he was he was pretty simple. He was also very smart, but he was very simple the way he talked. You 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 approach Waldo and you go, "Hey Waldo." He goes, "What's up?" That's it. What's up? <laughs> they um they had to get the snowmobile ready, but they didn't realize how fast it went, and they accidentally propelled it towards the house and broke into the living room. <laughs> and they shattered the wall and everything. And then like the father, Carl Winslow, he looks at his son, he goes, you all right? Can you walk, son? He goes, yeah, I can. Then I suggest you run. <laughs> he chases him out the door. Uh, and then the mother goes, Waldo, what's up? He's like, is this your snowmobile? <laughs> and he made like a witty comment saying, I think I parked it the wrong way or whatever. And then the mother slowly approaches Waldo and she chases him out the door. That was, oh, uh, that made everyone in the living room laugh. Oh my God. So, uh, continuing on, uh, there was a guy outside here and he was screaming at his girlfriend. Maybe he just loved her that much. I don't know. I love you. I love you so much. No, I mean, probably not, but who knows? <laughs> uh, she's saying that it's his house and she has to let him in. I, I need to get in, babe. I love you so much. I gotta tell you. She's like, you're scaring the kids. <laughs> uh... You're scaring the kids. Let the kids know. I love you so much. Dad, ew. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, going back to your... Okay, so back to that fishing thing. You said it was a... You got a... You, got, you said... Uh, I thought it could make... You said... Uh, you thought you could make the jump and got pinned? Oh, you're talking about something else. Okay. So, anyway, the other show I watched was called Dinosaurs. For those who don't know, it was a Jim Henson broadcast, right? Featuring these um, dinosaurs. They were anthropomorphic, for the most part. There were some, there were some uh, what do you call it, feral dinosaurs that worked on four legs. But the, the show was essentially these dinosaurs living like us. They had clothing. They had television. They had politics. They could speak our language, anything, right? It was like one, and it was mostly puppeteer. It was like puppeteers somewhat. There was people in these suits, but the faces of these dinosaurs were like animated, like robotics, right? With remote controls and all that. So they would adjust things like their eyebrows, their lips, their eye movement, everything. It was a pretty advanced show, right? For the time. And uh, I remember watching that. I love that show so much. It was the show where it was the father, the mother, the brother, the sister, and the pink baby dinosaur. And you know what his name was? Baby. That was it. That was his official name. <laughs> he's like, I, he's like, I'm the baby. Gotta love me. And he always hit the father with a frying pan of somewhat saying, not the mama. <laughs> not the mama. <laughs> that was, 
And I remember, I think my favorite episode of that whole show was when they found out there was another baby that looked just like Pink Dinosaur, right? But he was green. Now, they remembered meeting this family, and they said to themselves, wait, there was an earthquake that day. The eggs kind of like got jumbled. Do we switch babies? <gasps> and so they had to go through like a testing phase to see if the babies actually belong to the families, right? And, oh, my God. <laughs> Ugh. So, like, the whole episode was just great, by the way. I'm not going to spoil too much of it because you can watch these, I think, on Hulu. I'm not quite sure if... No, no, you can also watch them on Disney+, Plus, I believe, too. But, yeah, dinosaurs. Ugh. It even had, um... What do you call it? There were some really interesting uh, characters in that show, right? And I want to look it up real quick. You know who else was in that show before he passed away? There was a character named BP Richfield. He was the hard, he was like the hard boss that was uh overlooking Earl's job, right? He was mean, he was nasty, always had an attitude and would always yell at you, right? He was a triceratops character, voiced by Sherman Hemsley. Yeah, he was voiced by him. Sherman Hemsley, he's been gone for a long time. Yeah, he he died like 10 years ago, just about Crazy, right? He's like, Sinclair, get in here! <laughs> Sometimes he would just do it because he thought it was fun. He would just laugh. He'd be like, <laughs> uh, Anyway. Alright, so, um... But anyway. Uh, Pointless Furry, you have a Blue Yeti? Ooh, a Blue Yeti. I don't have a Blue Yeti. I did. I sold it on uh, eBay for like 50 bucks, which is like, actually a pretty good uh, sell. I had a snowball microphone, and I it was very good condition, despite how long I used it. Right now, I currently have the, uh, what's it called? The HyperX Quadcast. Good microphone with an extra, like, filter, basically. Like, a little pop filter around it as well. I know it has a pop filter installed, but it wasn't that great, so I had another one just in case, so it sounds great. So, yeah, TGIF. Loved it as a kid. It's not around anymore. The show Dinosaurs, by the way, I'm not going to spoil it, but I remember this. I remember the show ended, and the last episode, well, there were more episodes after that, but the network didn't want the show to be on anymore because it was dropping in ratings. So this is the episode that we got. Basically, well, I'm not going to spoil it, I'm not gonna, but I will hint very, I'll give you a very big hint. It did not end well in terms of the outcome of the characters. Right. It well, we didn't actually see anything, but I when I realized that when I kind of connected the dots and realized what happened, I literally ran upstairs and cried on the bed. I was like, what? How old was I? I was like five, maybe <laughs> five or six years old. I was devastated. I was like, no, and I I ran up and I started crying like crazy. They were asking if I was okay. I cried for like I felt like two hours, but I think it was less than that. Ugh. And Family Matters, I don't think I've ever watched that to the end. I remember it got to the point where they were at Disney World, but then I stopped watching it. It started getting a little boring. So I didn't know what happened at the end. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let me get to another topic here. Another random topic. Let's switch. Let's switch. Let's switch. Hmm. Let's see. What could we do? Let's see. So let's talk about something cringe, right? Let's talk about something very cringe. Ready, ready for this? Ready for this? We're going to be talking about anime <gasps> anime no i'm kidding uh so anime so how did i get into it 
so I was always into cartoons, but there was always like these Americanized versions, you know, like Super Mario Brothers Super Show. We had Legend of Zelda, Captain N, the Game Master, right? And I started to realize there was this thing from Japan called Japanese anime, right? I, so I remember first getting into it because my uncle, I was very young. I was like maybe like nine years old at the time, maybe. I, my uncle tells me, he's like, hey, we're watching a show. If you want to come down to see it with me. So, of course, myself and some of my other family members jumped down to the living room, puts on this VHS, and the show was called Robotech. Robotech. Very old show. Very old, right? He's all into the old anime, like the old Robotech, the old Gundam and all that. We started watching these, and we were like, we're kind of bored, but I was interested in the art style, right? But I wanted to watch something that was more modern, something that around my time period. So I started to get into other shows, and actually reading Game Informer magazine, because they also had some previews for anime. The other anime I remember seeing for the first time, only in picture form, I didn't see the movie till much later on, was Ghost in the Shell from 1995. And that looked amazing. And I did see the movie, and it was pretty good. I know they actually made a live-action reboot, which I thought was pretty decent, too. But, you know, Hanabe fans are going to be like, No, live-action doesn't do it justice. It's terrible. Blah, 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 blah. Anime. Blah, 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 blah. Now, here's the thing about me, though. When I watch anime, unless I have no other choice, I watch it when it's dubbed in English. I don't watch anime that's dubbed in Japanese and subtitled in English. I don't watch subs. I, may- I mainly watch dubs. I know that some some people don't like it. Some people like the Japanese voice actors better because they're completely engrossed in the Japanese culture. We call them weebs. <laughs> but um, my favorite show in all of anime, in my opinion, there was one called Outlaw Star, which I'm surprised not many people heard of it. It came out back in 1996. Well, I can understand now because most people weren't even born at that time. So Outlaw Star, basically it was about a group of people, Gene Starwin, that was the main character, uh, Jim Hawking, is that his name? And all these other characters come together, and they find this ship that was built by a federation and pirates. Yeah. And had these, it was a red ship, it looked like a, like a, like a large, like, airplane, or air, like a jet, or something like that. Think of a jet, but the wings are not long. They're very, sh- like, they're not, almost non-existent. And it had mechanical arms as well, which really proved handy. And the whole show is just basically like going from one set of villains to others, some funny moments, some serious moments. The whole show is just amazing. Now, I remember watching on the Cartoon Network, so they did censor it quite a bit. So I have yet to watch that show again. I do have a digital version of the Blu-ray, so maybe one day I'll watch it. But there was one episode, I remember, that they always skipped over. And I was wondering, why are these... It went from, like, episode 22, and then, like, next week it went to episode 24. And I'm like, oh, shoot, did I miss one episode? So I rewatched the show again. Same thing. The network just kept skipping over episode 23. I'm like, what's going on? And then I found out later on, the episode was cut out because there was too much nudity in it. And if they had to edit the entire thing, it would have cost too much money to, like, reanimate the scenes. And if they cut it out altogether it would make the episode too short. So, there's that. The episode wasn't that bad, really, to be honest. It had some booby scenes here and there, but that was it. But, um, you know, back then, I remember, like, my 
favorite kinds of anime were mostly throughout the 90s and maybe 2000s, right? There are some good anime here and there that's really good, but I have opinions that really upsets people and that I think, personally, anime is getting a little too, what do you call it, too much in that whole territory where every single character has to be a girl that looks like she's like 12 and they have to wear a maid outfit or something like that. They always have to have moments where it doesn't make sense where the characters would just be like, hey, let's do this, by the way. And she trips and falls over and her boobs land on some guy's face. That's And then and then she screams and slaps him in the face and then they have like random arguments. It, it, it seems like a lot of shows are like that. I'm like, no, just come on, skip over that, please. Get, stick to the actual, <laughs> stick to the actual, uh, what do you call it? Good episodes here and there. You know, it's a good one. Attack on Titan. Watch that show. <laughs> what, um, what anime have been, no, it's not really in my chat. And he says, what anime have you been watching? It's not really anime that I'm watching. It's what people are trying to suggest. I watch. And every single time they suggest what anime I should watch, they just like, they're like, Hey, you should watch dragon maid because it's got dragons. And I looked at it and I'm like, it's just a bunch of little girls. And like, what? No, <laughs> like, ugh. And I remember one that someone suggested to me, and I will never listen to them again. Ugh. They told me to watch a show called I, I I'm not probably not pronouncing it correctly. It was called Azumanga Dao or whatever. It was and I'm like I didn't even know what the heck it was. So I started playing it, and it was just a bunch of schoolgirls. Again, they look like they're 12. Some of them, some of them look 15, and it was just nonsense. And nothing about it was funny, and it was just random people going like. We're going to do this today. Oh, you're doing this today? That means you don't like me? And they, ha- I'm like, this is like the fifth argument about nothing. <laughs> I just turned it off. Like, sometimes even the best shows will often have, like, these moments where it's like, let's just put in a ton of filler because why not, right? I know everyone loved Bleach. I loved Bleach, too. But there were some filler episodes I had to avoid because it didn't go anywhere. What I would do is look at a guide and tell you, okay, well, these are the episodes you need to watch. Oh, these episodes are filler. These are the episodes that continue on. So I kind of followed that guide. So I didn't watch every single episode of that show. I just like, you know what? Get to the point here. Get to the episodes that are really good. Stay with those. I hate when they go for one episode, like a a string of episodes, and then they cut that off, and then they give you random bonus episodes for no reason. It's like, why? Why? (laughs) Like, if you have to take a break for a season finale, do that. Don't give me... Random, boring, stupid episodes. <laughs> in terms of, like, anime movies, I think one of the, my favorites of all time, there's a couple of them, uh, Samurai X, Trust and Betrayal. So for those who don't know, Samurai X uh, is also known as Roroni Kenshin. About the samurai who doesn't kill people. He has a reverse-bladed sword, so he doesn't kill people once again. He always emphasizes he doesn't want to kill people. Samurai X, Trust and Betrayal took place when he was younger, and he killed so many people. You see how many people he kills in that movie. It's ridiculous how many he did. And it also explains why he has a cross-shaped scar on his face. Like he didn't have his face was clean in the beginning of that movie. And then you realize why he got them. And my gosh, he was brutal in those movies. In the show, he's kind of goofy, but he shows some serious moments here and there. But in the movie, he was not goofy at all. He was freaking quiet. And he was serious, and he was deadly. He was fast. <laughs> Which, by the way, 
that show it was all right. It kind of dragged on quite a bit, but overall, I thought it was great. But um, the other movie that I suggest watching, my personal opinion, if you haven't seen it, it's an old 2000 movie, 20 years ago, called Vampire Hunter D, Bloodlust. There was one made before that when I was born, 1985. That was decent, but the 2000 version, oh my god, it looks amazing, even to this day. And for those who don't know, it was made by the same creators from uh, who made Ninja Scroll, right? Manga Entertainment. Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, absolutely perfect, just about. I loved that movie. It was just, oh my god, the art style, the music, characters, it was just amazing. Oddly enough that my favorite scene in that whole movie was a very simple one. Uh, the vampire hunter had to get a new horse. So he's like, I want to buy that horse. And the guy, old man, looks at him with a grumpy look and goes, $300,000. And if you can't afford the, po- the horse, then I suggest you walk somewhere else. And you see the vampire hunter grab these coins from his pocket and just spray it all over his uh, countertop. Not like throw it at him, just like lay it down like, here you go. Done. Transaction complete. But then these people said, you can't take his money. He's a he's a half vampire. You know, we can't take his money. We, can't, we don't serve his kind here or whatever. So just walk away out of this town. And this old man's like, he, he paid good money for that horse. Then he grabs his giant, look like a weapon, and he pointed it right at the sheriffs. And he's like, he's like, uh, sorry for this Dunpeel. He's like, remember the story about how the Dunpeel saved all these kids from a like a, like a villain or whatever? They're vampires. And then when they found out he was a half vampire himself... They cast him out of the village, and he looks at the vampire hunter, this old man. He goes, "I'll never, I know, I'll never forget what they did to you, even after you saved me." And everyone's like, "Wait, you were one of those kids?" Though, <laughs> so kind of like it was like a moment where the, now it never happened in the other movies, but this old man was basically knew who he was, and he's like basically saying, "Here's my thanks to you. Here's my favor to you that for what you did to me that long ago." Right? <laughs> it was an amazing scene. I loved it. Lots of talking, but it was just so tense. You were like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> uh, Mad Cap'n says, uh, it's been a while since you caught the stream. Love this format. Yeah, I know. Got lots of food here. Got lots of my like my character going like this. Uh, eventually, off topic a little bit again. Eventually, I keep saying, saying it. I'm going to actually ask an artist to make my character 3D. I'm going to get a VR chat model. I'm going to ask a certain artist if they're open and... Whether or not they're open, I'll ask them, hey, I want to get a commission, I'll pay whatever, and it'll look great. And I want to do more VR chat in the future. So, in the chat, there was a... Okay, he mentioned Pointless Furry, I mentioned two shows. Samurai Champloo and Witch Hunter Robin. I don't remember Witch Hunter Robin very much, but I remember I did finish that show. I just don't remember it. I remember the Robin herself had a really cool design. <laughs> But Samurai Champloo, oh, I remember that show. Oh, man, that was like Cowboy Bebop with Samurai. It was so good. I loved it. One of my favorite m- moments is when they finally got some gold. And <laughs> they ran right over to this uh, whorehouse, basically. Basically, that's what it was. And they showed their money like, give me. <laughs> uh, you did what in my chat? Uh, my VR chat model? I'm going to get one. I'm going to eventually commission... A custom model, 3D model of my character, and I'm gonna have be I'm gonna be using it for these streams along with VR chat. So that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, the format. If for those for those who are watching the stream, you can't see it in the podcast. But for those watching the stream, I have my character 
what looks like a luxury apartment behind me. I wish, God, God, I wish I lived in one of these luxury apartments with all this food in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is the life. This is what I'd be doing if I won the lottery. <laughs> I'll just be chilling in my room and yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so let's go to, okay, so anime. We were talking about anime for a while. Like I said, I still watch it here and there, but only good good shows, right? I want to watch Attack on Titan, the last season, part two. Eventually, I'll get there when they start dubbing all of it. And I'm going to enjoy every bit of it. Oh, yeah, another good show from anime. Death Note. That Death Note was insane. <laughs> that kept you guessing throughout the entire end. Although, personally, I think that show should have had two endings, in my opinion. There should have been one where some one person wins and another person wins. I, I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, it was pretty good. So, anyway. Let's go to another one. Let's see. Hmm. Let's talk about... Very briefly, kind of a serious topic... Let's talk about my late grandmother on my dad's side, right? Now, she has been gone for so many years. She's been gone for about seven years, just about. Well, it'll be seven years in July, I believe. But I miss her. I remember when I was growing up, every time I visited her place, she would. She was that kind of person who would go, Hey, how you doing? You want something to eat? You want something to drink? You know? And like, she was like, she, she, you would be that person. You could walk in and she would give you a whole meal if she if you wanted if she if she wanted right she would make you a whole meal. You could be, you could come in at the middle of the night and wake her up, and she'd be like, "Hey, how you doing? Oh, you need something to eat? Hold on, let me make you something." <laughs> really good cook, by the way. <laughs> and uh, I remember growing up, she made the best thing ever for me. It was called pizza bread. It was like a loaf. Think of a large loaf of pe- of bread, right? Kind of a, a little flat, you know. And it was just sliced up, very thick slices. And within it is lined with cheese, pepperoni, sausage, you name it. Oh my God. The first time I tried it, it was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. I will never forget the taste. <laughs> and uh, like I said, she had, she did gamble a bit, but there'd be moments where she'd come back and be like, I got $300. We got grocery money. <laughs> uh, I remember the funniest story I remember. But my 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 mother, I can't speak today. I remember the funniest story was when my grandmother was offering us a little bit of cookies. This was like a year prior before she passed away, right? It was before thank. It was like Thanksgiving Day. We went to visit her to drop some stuff off, and she goes, "Hey, we got these uh, wafer cookies," and I'm like, "Oh, I'll try the chocolate one." I ate it. As soon as I started munching into it, it literally tasted car- like cardboard. I'm not kidding. Like, cardboard from a pizza box with grease on it tastes better than this. And I made this face, and she's like, what's wrong? Is it good? I'm like, mm <laughs> And she started laughing so hard. She, I, I think she was about to cry, because I made the weirdest face. <laughs> this is so many years ago, right? And I'm, I remember, like, ugh. And I remember another time, she asked us uh, to find groceries, to buy her groceries, because she thinks she lost her card. So we're like, okay, we got it. And then, like... We come back, we got the stuff, and I'm like, here you go, here you go. And she's like, oh, thanks very much. And then I just looked over to my left, and I see a card on the floor, and I'm like, oh, here it is. And she goes, it was under my bed the whole time. <laughs> oh, very small. That was the last time I've ever seen her, by the way. Last time i seen her. Next thing I know, they said they called, and they said that she uh, she kind of collapsed, and she went to the hospital. 
and we're like, oh, I hope she's okay. And then next thing you know, he got a call, and he didn't say anything. He just hung up the phone and he went to bed. My my dad. And I'm like, what happened? And then like later on, I found out she passed away. I was like, oh my god. And then, uh, you know, going to a funeral is really tough, right? I've had to do it for my grandfather and for my grandmother as well. It's it's very, very weird to see somebody you love just lying there, emotionless, like not, just like in a sleep. Like you, you think they're sleeping, but they're not. And just to observe them is really tough. But yeah, like I said, it's it's very tough to lose family members, you know, especially when you have to say goodbye to them one more time before you never see them again. You like you never know when it happens, but you know that's that's how life goes. Sorry to be a little serious on you, but this is something that you know it happens to everybody, right? You occasionally get to those moments. There's little hurdles in life, but you have to get over them. But we try to keep it. We try to keep it funny. We always tell the funny stories to remember her in a positive way. Although I remember one time, one of my family members, she didn't have glasses. She goes to me and goes, "Oh hey, oh you, oh oh it's you. You lost a lot of weight, Tommy." And I said, "Oh, I'm not Tommy. I'm his son." She goes, "Oh, you look alike." <laughs> and she sees my father coming, in and I'm like, I'm "Like oh, she thought I was you." <laughs> She's like, "You lost weight." Uh, right at the funeral, I remember that. Oh, uh, that made my day. Like sometimes you just in the moments of sadness. Yeah, it's good to grieve, but it's also good to laugh and enjoy life, right? Because that's what they would want, right? Mm. Oh man. So on to the next topic here. So let's see. Well, I lo- I brought a bunch of topics here, but I may not talk about all of them. So I might save them for another episode. But should we talk about one more or two more? Let's see here. Hmm. Oh, here's one. So, growing up as a kid. Now, I remember talking about embarrassing moments here and there, but when I was growing up as a kid, I wasn't the person... Like, nowadays you have kids, when they grow up, they're used to electronics, right? They can talk to anybody they want to. They have everybody, friend-wise, in their pocket. Literally in their pocket on their phone and all that, right? So, anyway... I wasn't that kind of person. We didn't have a lot of electronics back then. All we had was a TV, a Nintendo Entertainment System, and we didn't have any phones. We didn't have any internet. Nothing, right? So, you know how I had to get my time when it came to, like, relaxing and having fun besides watching just TV? Because sometimes we couldn't even get access to the TV because my mother would hog it for soap operas and my dad would hog it for, like, history and all that stuff, right? I would have to go outside and hopefully... Luck of the draw, find a couple of the kids who were playing around, right? So I can make friends. That's how That's how you did things back then. You made friends by going out and talking to people. <laughs> now, a lot of other kid, a lot of all the younger people are like, tell me more, Grandpa. <laughs> but um, I remember the whole idea, the whole concept of hanging out uh, like after school or on the weekends, you essentially just, you role-played in a way. You role-played by pretending you're a Ghostbuster. Or you're one of the Marines in the alien the alien movies, right? <laughs> Ghostbusters was my favorite thing. We used to always just walk around, pretend we had proton packs on, and we'd be like, there's a ghost. <sighs> yeah, we did it, you know? <laughs> like, these shows that we watched, it wouldn't come on every day. We had to make our own episodes. <laughs> and uh, I, remember, I remember one time, 
I learned how to ride my bike, by the way. My bike, by the way, had solid tires. They weren't rubber, full of air. They were solid tires. Very hard bike to ride. <laughs> so, one time I see all these kids doing these tricks. They're going down this really steep hill. And they're going fast. They're faster than I expected. And so I was like, I'm looking at them and I'm like hanging around. I didn't know these kids too well, but I was just hanging around going, that's pretty cool. So eventually they all left because it was getting dark. And I said to myself, you know what? I could probably do this. So I climb up that hill with my bike, put it down. I realize how high I am. So I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's do this. Get on my bike, start pedaling, start rolling down this hill faster, faster, faster get to the bottom and I fall off my bike. <laughs> I fell. It didn't hurt that bad. But I remember my leg felt weird, right? I was like, what's going on? So I get up and I ride my bike home. I don't know how I rode it. My leg was in pain, but I still rode my bike home. And then I get off and I said, I think something's wrong with my leg. So I took off my shorts just to see what my, what was, what was happening. Uh, my knee had a giant cut in it. A deep cut. Like, it was bad. Like, the blood itself wasn't, like, a light red. It was, like, a very dark red. It was a deep cut. I didn't realize how bad it was. <laughs> the only thing I remember vaguely was sitting there. And uh, they had to clean up. They had to clean up a little bit. And they just put some stuff on it. And they put a big bandage on it. And that was it. That was the only thing I remember. Because I don't recall it being that painful. It it felt pain- weird more, more than painful. So, lesson learned. Don't emulate things unless you are experienced with bike riding. Because I wasn't too experienced and I just fell off my bike and cut my knee really bad. Ugh, man. But I remember California was probably my favorite time. Hanging out with friends and all that. Because everyone was so friendly there, right? And, um... Oh, also, Pointless, thanks for the bits, by the way. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, like I said, in the podcast, we also live stream on Twitch, right? And I do everything live. And then we make this into an MP3 file. And then we take the MP3 file to the podcast with some minor edits. Eventually, I'll upload these to YouTube. That's something I want. But I want to get a good commission of my character behind the microphone like he's a radio talk show host, right? That's what I want. But... Until then, they will remain on Spotify and Twitch until I get the art, and then I'm going to start uploading it to uh, YouTube. But yeah, you hang out with uh, hang out with other friends, right? I I used to love California, Pennsylvania, right? Pennsylvania also had really really polite people there too. But I remember between that there was Texas, and at first it seemed like I was making friends until one of them decided, you know what? We're playing football. I didn't like you catching that ball, making that touchdown. So I'm just going to throw you to the ground and kick you so hard in the side when you're down. And ugh, I felt that. I said to myself, why are people like this? That's the, one of the first lessons was that don't, don't, don't expect people to always be nice because they could just come out of nowhere and snap right back at you. And that's what happened. All because I caught a football. Because I scored, and he didn't want me to. So he throws me to the ground, like I said, kicks me on the side, my right side. And I remember having a huge scab there and everything. It was terrible. Right? Ugh. I can't I can't imagine that. But Pennsylvania was really fun. I loved Pennsylvania. Growing up there with my grandmother. Oh, man. Great. 
used to walk outside. I rode my bike way too much. I would always ride up and down the hills, right? <laughs> uh, we play, my, my friends and I, we would play football and we pretend we're Power Rangers. <laughs> that was also another moment of conflict that actually turned out to be better than expected. So there was one moment where I got slammed into the bushes and I got cut. And I yelled at this kid because I got cut in the face and he didn't like it. And then I eventually, they, I don't think anybody understood what happened, but they were chasing me. So finally, after a while, they were waiting for me to come out. So I came out and I told them, look, and they looked at my cheek like, oh, how'd that happen? I'm like, oh, that's why I was like, I was like, I, I got cut. I yelled and I'm sorry. And they were like, all right. And then we shook hands and we're like, we're friends again. <laughs> and that was like, that was like one of the first times I ever manned up and said, you know what? I, he did something wrong, but I did something wrong too. So, hey, bygones be bygones, you know? I was like, that was another good lesson there too. I remember that. <laughs> you know, I didn't have a rough childhood, you know? There were some moments here and there where, like, there were some ups and downs, but, you know, we all, we all uh, basically learn different ways. We all are raised different ways. Some worse than others, some better than others, but, you know, I was one of six kids. So, can you imagine how chaotic that is? <laughs> Uh, so one more topic. Let's talk about one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Ready for this? Let's talk about, let's talk about the thing that's right in front of my desk right now. Food. <laughs> so growing up, we, I actually didn't eat that much. I was a very picky eater. I was literally skin and bones. I remember going into the mirror sometimes and lifting up my shirt and I would see like my rib cage all the time. That was scary. I, I still have flashbacks, Vietnam flashbacks, if, if, mind you, of that whole thing. I didn't, I didn't eat table food. I didn't like anything. I didn't like mashed potatoes, beans, you know, anything I think I didn't like. I just never tried it. And if I did try it, I didn't like it. So I would resort to eating very little and focusing on other things. And I, I got so thin, right? I didn't tell anybody, but I got so thin, like, I didn't realize how bad it was, <laughs> Um, I remember well, later on, I started eating a bit more. I started eating more of the things that I actually enjoyed eating and around the Marine Corps, right? That's when you learn how to eat very, very quickly. You get used to it so much. And I still was kind of a picky eater, but I was still eating a bit more to the point where my body didn't look like skin and bones. It looked normal. Um, there lies the problem of after the Marine Corps, because when you start realizing that you can eat whatever you want because you've got income and all that, you kind of go a little overboard. And that happens to a lot of people, unfortunately. Me me kind of included. I got like a little gut. I'm not obese or anything like that. I don't weigh like 500 pounds or anything like that. I weigh about, I'd say, 100 pounds more than I did in the Marine Corps. <laughs> I weigh about 200 something. And I really need to focus on that because the most recent time I actually tried to run like jog home one time after work from Amazon. Like I said to myself, I ran three miles and I can't, and now I can't even run more than three seconds. <laughs> I am out of shape. I tried running and like, I would run for a good, maybe less than a minute. And then after that, I'm exhausted. I am like wheezing. <laughs> I'm able to walk still, but I'm like, I can't run. <laughs> this is, I'm like, well, if I ever wanted to work on that, I would actually take the time to just run around the block once, just once, nonstop, if I can, and then keep focusing on that until I can run around the block until I don't stop. And then when I start 
realizing it's getting easier and easier, I should decide, you know what, maybe you should run the block two times and do that until I can do it nonstop and then keep doing it until I get used to it, right? But it's not just as simple as running around. You also have to mind what you eat as well and how much you eat. Sometimes I will eat a lot to the point where like, I'm, I feel like I'm hungry, but then it quickly catches up to me. It's like, no, don't eat any more. But I'm like, I just want to eat one more. And then I'm like, by the end of that night, I'm like, <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Now, some people do mind what they eat, right? They eat celery or, or salads or whatever and all that stuff. You know, and that's good. That's good. Always eat healthy. But I'm kind of a, I'm not really the kind of person that eats healthy. <laughs> I'll eat anything like pizza. You, you name it. Like, well, not table food still because I'm still picky. <laughs> that's something I need to focus on, though. I need to, like, focus on lower fat stuff, watching my calorie intake. Because eventually it's going to get to the point where I'm going to get older and it's going to become more important to the point where they'll tell me, you got to stop eating this stuff right now or you're going to have a heart attack and die. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it shouldn't come down to a doctor telling you that you need to do something. Otherwise, you will face mortality for it. But that's definitely one of the biggest motivators to stop doing what you're doing. And a lot of times, people end up having to be told that just to stop what they're doing. I remember another comedian I listened to, uh, Gabriel Iglesias. You know, he, he was known as Fluffy. I remember he said that he went to the hospital and uh, the doctors told him the same thing just about like, if you keep eating like this or keep doing this, you're going to die. And it, yeah, that's what get gets people to lose their weight. <laughs> that's something I need to focus on, like I said, but again, I'm lazy. That's the biggest issue. I just don't have the urge to do something. If I know I have to do it, I don't do it. That's my issue, right? And I need to focus on that. But anyway, when it comes down to foods... It's interesting how other people diff eat different things as well. One of my besties, uh, she eats sushi. Sushi. I'm like, I don't think I would ever want to try that. <laughs> well, I have two friends that actually eat sushi. The one that lives near me and the one that lives farther away. I have two besties. Can you have two besties? I'm not quite sure. But, um, yeah, they eat sushi and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't think, ugh. I don't know. That's not my thing. I don't like seafood. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried it. If I had to try one thing of seafood, I would say maybe lobsters. Maybe lobsters, but I'm not quite sure exactly if I would ever ever do that. Although I don't, don't think I would want to because I heard some people... Depending on where you are, I think lobster is very expensive anyway. And with COVID going around and inflation going around, I don't think it would be a good idea. Because my best guess is that it'll probably be astronomically expensive. For something I, I may not even like anyway, so... I'm not going to take the risk with that. So, uh, okay, we've been talking for about an hour now. That's a long episode. <laughs> We're talking about basically about nothing. Well, everything and nothing in a way. So, um, yeah, we're going to continue this uh, later on. We're going to reveal the next topic. And uh, we're going to, before that happens, of course, I'll go to my Discord server and ask people, hey, this is what the subject is going to be. Talk about it. Give me your aspects and your viewpoints. I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody's responses in the chat. I appreciate it. But uh, we're going to save it for another episode, right? We're going to have one of these free episodes every once in a while. Probably one every month, one or two every month. Because I think it's actually pretty good to go from different topics to topics, right? If it's not like a big, serious topic altogether and we stick to just one, I'll do more research on it so we can talk about it. 
But anywho, I think that's going to be it for this podcast. It was kind of a longer episode, but I hope you enjoyed it, by the way. Uh, if you have any kind of feedback regarding my podcast, just give me anything you want on Twitter, my Discord server, and uh, yeah, just go on that. Go on my Twitter mainly, and you see all these links to my social media and all that stuff. So definitely leave me some feedback. Like I said, I'm not the best talker, but the fact that I'm doing these episodes is good. Anywho. I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. I I appreciate all of your feedback and your input regarding any kind of topic in general. So, yeah, this is, once again, this is the Dirk Poy Podcast. And I wish everybody a very good day, and I'll see you next time.